0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Full Metal Alchemist Reading Club podcast. I'm here with my man, Ruben. What up, Ruben? Hey, how's it going? Uh, lovely. lovely. I wasn't
1: too busy to join today. No,
0: we are we are <laughs> raring to go and get going I here. Heard and... Some of
1: the uh, pseudo shade. Yes,
0: here we are. But yeah, we end up having the whole deal where if, if we miss a week or whatnot, we understand. Uh, you are a more busy man than me. <laughs> And uh but we have this here. And when we get into this chapter, I keep forgetting also that this when it came out was a monthly book, uh, very monthly. And so the chapters are all oversized, which is cool, too, because you, you get a good chunk of story, even if you're just on a train in, in this one. And when you end this and this actually this chapter ends the first volume. And I was going to ask you if we wanted to do a weird way because we're still trying to get, you know, the things to match the, you know, the number of chapter by the episode number and things like that. You do a bonus stuff at the back of this volume. I don't, yeah. I don't think it's enough for, it's for, an, episode, enough for right?
1: an episode, but <laughs> I hope I was
0: hoping it was like some side chapter, like we could do that. I'm like, no, it isn't, but. So. By the end of this first volume, I, you still end up feeling like it's, okay, what's the trouble of of the month? What what are we going to go? Trouble yeah. of the chapter deal. At the end, the very, very end, it does end up opening up the world a lot when you end up, you know, we I won't spoil it, but we'll end up meeting some new characters and mm-hmm. things like that. And the funniest thing is that if you go into the bonus stuff afterwards, they try to fool you. Into the idea that the book is going to completely change the protagonist and change it all around, but then says that they are joking. But this is
1: ch- yeah, I'd say this is this is at this point still a little slow. Yeah, it is. I thought it was okay. Um, I had read ahead, so I you know, and I watched some of the anime, so I was committed, right? But I'm not sure I would totally stick out this series if I just read this volume. Yeah, yeah, I think that what it's you not get, bad. Yeah. No it isn't. But I like it, the there's chapter. It like, catches you really. But then I would say this chapter 5 that comes next it's really suddenly like oh wow. I think and even it's the, the some cliffhanger. of the breadcrumbs they leave here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the cliffhanger gets you excited. Like oh my god, we're going to get other people like that get to have abilities and stuff like that because when you yeah. get the chapter again we've gone town solve the issue. Go to a town, solve an issue. Then we're on a train. And now we got to jump in. But it does end up taking them towards what will be bigger and better stuff. And you do see, again, one of the side notes at the very beginning is you see that, you know, the full metal alchemist is known, you know, by people and known to be pretty, you know, bad butt here and can take care of things. Though you have a rivalry, like all the things that you really need. By the end of this chapter happened in the last Two pages with a rivalry Some cool new characters Some little subtle interactions And things like that and some not So subtle interactions that you're like Okay this is going to be cool because This all takes place pretty much on A train it's the battle on the train Is the name of the chapter And it starts out pretty You know basic deal You end up having uh, our Military man who is On vacation and you could get the idea just I thought he was a businessman at first. The idea is like, yep I gotta go and do some work in the
1: city where you know go, but I'm gonna make <laughs> sure yeah, that I'm gonna make sure I play with the kiddies. Yeah, it's exactly me. Yeah, exactly. You have the he has a boy and
0: a girl, you have the mom and everything's excited. And the thing that I like that they play out here, first off you can tell just by the conventions of things. There's no black borders. So this is in the now for the most part. But also, if you had two boys there, I would have been confused because I really would have thought that this was a flashback to Alan Ed's, you know, a bit, but with the girl, you're like, Damn OK, like, this yeah, is something right. else. This is something. Yeah. different. OK, this is in the now, because even like the mother in this really plays off like generic manga slash anime looking mothers. But the, the dad looks pretty cool. Right. And they're talking. Oh, no,pe I'm going to make sure I have time for the kids. That's not me. And That's me, like, I will have time for the Later, they're all yelling at me. Next thing, the train's going and my kids are all 18 and I'm crying, the, you know, cats in the cradle (laughs) tears. But, yeah, you end up a guy comes in and we find out it's General Hakuro and he's going to be taken over by, you know, freedom fighters slash terrorist slash, you know, deal like that. And what I like about this is you don't really know – The idea of, okay, what's this political landscape, whatnot, I like in some of these things. It's almost like Spy Family, at one point, did try to get a little too into it, and it kind of went over my head. But then when you just, I like when you have it where it's like, oh, those guys in the East, they're the worst. And, you know, just that's fine with me. I understand, you know, you have some uprisings and some things like that. You have a military
1: state, you have the Eastern extremists and called the blue squad and yeah the military doesn't like them and they don't like the military there you go
0: and and it's enough for me and also again i've mentioned this in many a deal mostly manga uh, i think but even in regular comics if a guy has an eye patch
1: he's evil so he has this eye patch no, his look is definitely Yeah. Not I mean good. they play that up and that's cool too. You're not like is he the rebel fighting against the oppressive yeah, empire or Is like, he the freedom he's...
0: fighter? And and with that, <laughs> you do again keep it pretty basic, which I don't mind. When you start there's there's a, a thing in there where there's a line that, that I go with where you keep it basic. I can go with it, I can have fun, it's a manga, it's gone. Then when you go over that line to try to explain things, then you really have to do it full out. I don't want you to half play, okay, well, we're going to say this. Like this guy doesn't come in. They just say, we're taking you hostage. He doesn't say, this the is for this, over. <laughs> and you did that, and that fact. You just you have that classic. It's pretty much Darth Vader coming in and grabbing Princess Leia. We know who's yeah. bad. We can assume the the opposite is good, and we go with it. And that's kind of the deal where you end up having this kind of hijacking of the train and the kidnapping. And you said the blue squad, these bad guys. But then word gets to the capital deal and they're they're looking at papers. And I like that. I like that little deal. It's just not, oh, my God, the general. No, they have to figure out, well, was he on that trend? That actually was something yeah. I never saw really before. But you would have to verify Who was on that train I thought that was pretty Smart I thought that was pretty cool because Then you get (laughs) these yuck Yucks you know where you have The guys these are the stormtroopers at one Point even like what no we're gonna have To work overtime this is gonna suck And uh, Uh, you get little flavor That's one
1: of my favorite tropes Uh, Ostrander did that a lot in uh, his Suicide Squad that always cracks me up is you have the peon characters complaining they about how we actually work.
0: Like they have <laughs> one job, right? And they're sitting there yep. like, what? <laughs> I, I always love it when it's, you get that idea that things have gone smooth for the last 20 years. What? Yeah. i got to work till 530. Holy moly. Yeah. I, better, I better call up my plans. Also, too, you always have to have that schlub that's like, man, the one time I have a date. I'm like you don't yeah. have a date, you're going home alone, you jerk. But yeah, they end up looking through the papers and like, oh wait, we're okay, and and we'll see some of these characters by the end and see they're a little more important. Uh And in fact, the guy who ends up grabbing the papers to look and goes, okay, we uh, we're we're fine, nothing's gonna happen here. The Full Metal Alchemist is
1: on board. Yeah, he's sort of a rival of. Edward, as far as I can tell, uh, his name is Colonel Roy Mustang. And, yeah, Roy Mustang.
0: I like Roy uh, Mustang. I think that's yeah, an I awesome do too. name, too. So by the end, yeah, we'll see that he's a little more involved. And you can tell rivals. And it's funny, even by the end, combined with this, you almost get this idea like, I haven't read ahead. I have watched some of the anime. But still, when you're reading this. Do you get that idea that the rivalry is all through Ed. He, he's like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean. Like he comes yeah. in and you have Roy. Hey, what up? Like once the high five, yeah. he's like, "You're here." <laughs> Made me laugh. Uh but yeah. So through this whole chapter, you're going to get some things going on that that at points you get you know, alchemy, obviously, right? But what what I laugh about this is is basically this whole chapter to me is Ed. He's doing things he's figuring out. And then Al just comes in the swoop and punch somebody. And that's really how we kind of ended as well. But he gets some cool things. And you get the idea that when we go through this with the alchemy, you can really, you know, you can play around with the set pieces and things like that. Wherever he is, he's going to find what he can use alchemy with on and whatnot. But even right away, this guy wakes him up. One of these guys comes and he's got his gun and he pokes him. wakes. And up and he gets up and he's pissed He doesn't like to be woken up And right away he claps the gun And turns it into a swirly about horn deal <laughs> So that it can't be fired And pretty cool And it's a pretty cool progression too And it really is so funny Very cinematic You can tell why this worked with anime too When you have Roy's like oh, The full metal alchemist is on board And you play that trope Where then you go to see this big hero and he's just laying yeah. around snoring. Snoring. Right? You know, it's, <laughs> it, it ends up like almost the Indiana Jones with Brody. He ha- yeah. he knows eight languages. He can disappear. At a- and he's just walking through <laughs> Egypt yelling, please help me. He has no idea. So it was pretty cool. I liked it. Uh, also, I like, I like the way that you end up having – different things are drawn like if somebody's mad you have them just in like shadow completely it looks pretty cool yeah. stuff like that but yeah. you also get a couple of reminders in this chapter of metal leg metal arm you have a lot of call yeah. outs to that so that still Short building complex yeah yeah and still building the the whole deal and yeah really again going by movies you, you don't call At a run. It's short. Yeah. It's like Marty McFly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't say those things because he flips out. And it is funny because he completely flips out and he is going to kill somebody. And then you realize that it has nothing to do with anything else. But you called me a run. (laughs) And Alex is like, you have no idea what's going on here. That that's all that triggered it. And you just basically, again, keeping with movies, I'll just keep saying movies. And, And with that, that's not a bad thing. You know, with the, some things reminding you of big action movies, but this could be called, you know, Full Metal Alchemist under siege. They're they're just on this <laughs> train, right? And uh yep. but it's cool, and the way that it plays out without going, I said, too full out into politics, the general and things like that. You set up right away. The general's a good guy. At least he wants to play with his kids. These are all things. That you do very quick to get people on board. You don't have to go so over the top. And these bad guys, you can tell, like you said, the visuals—they're nobody's smiling. They're all pissed off. They're yelling and screaming. Then you see that they pretty much straight up murdered. You know these guards in, in the thing. This one guy, or I mean, two in this room, are just completely murdered. Um, but while this is happening, and while you know Ed and Al are trying to figure out how to stop all of this. You end up even having them shoot the ear of the the general, which is pretty crazy, you know. And, and kind of a way like, hey, I'm going to show that we're we we're not messing around. It's kind of silly, though, just shooting the ear. But you go on because you end up having, you know, basically, again, like a Home Alone in, in the train as well. I mean, it is that action movie deal where... Both Ed and Al are going to go off and, and take these guys down, you know, one after the other, it seems, right? Yes. Because then they start doing, you know, these different attacks. And y- you end up having Al just walks around and people shoot him and the bullets deflect and, and then hit, you know, them. And he, he even tries to warn them. But Ed, he goes up on the top of the train in a weird deal where you even have, like, there's wind going. For some reason, they have to show you that where where – Al's holding on to him He's going to fly off But he gets to the top And he's just walking around They they keep saying It must be a rat And I thought at first That they just meant Oh, some guy causing trouble Then it seems like They thought there was a rat Actually Which was odd But you end up having This whole deal Where he goes He talks to the conductor Says, hey, what's going on? Can I help? And then the conductor says that now. No, just keep driving safely And then when he says Watch out The conductor says to Ed Watch out there is the coal and water car right there that fuels the whole thing, and that actually puts a light bulb over the head of Ed to actually use that stuff as a you know an alchemist thing. You, you got the materials there, and the weird thing is, is, as I said, some of the times I'm there, and all of a sudden there's a cannon, and it's in the coal bin car deal, and I you know and yeah. that he's making that I, I get, but yep. it, it just ends up. Boom, it's there. And then he shoots it. I'm like, this is weird. Like, I I wish I had more of a progression. He does say that was dangerous. You jerk and you see him clap. But then all of a sudden there's a can. I'm like, okay. I kind of wanted to see that kind of form. And do some things but It's like missing a panel or something Yeah it seems like you need a little more of that Like as again Now it's just die hard full out Where Ed's just going around He's using alchemy He has some guys helping too The guy in the coal room actually helps out I like when they end up hitting one of the terrorists Upside the head with a shovel Probably kills the guy And then gives the thumbs up It's, it's (laughs) It's a cute scene until afterwards, where they're killing him. I mean, they are really using that shovel to just destroy the guy then. But that's where Ed ends up figuring out all the things he can do. And one of the big things is to divert the water from the water car into this last car where these terrorists yeah, are, where the lead terrorists are. And is, that's actually a pretty is. cool, smart thing, I thought, in that where you have that. But again, is he using it because it just kind of pushes through the wall? But it, there would be a thing. So is that alchemy involved or is he
1: just i'm pretty sure it's alchemy i mean it's just like uh presumably made out of metal car and he like reshapes it. yeah he reshapes
0: the deal again i wish i would have seen a little more a little more of the thing because then even you have the craziest like you know speaker system come through as well that looks like he's doing this to actually alert the ta- you know, we're going to take you down Attention hijackers, we're taking you down We're going to do this And that's when he ends up letting the water go into that car Again, a really cool thing that I would have never thought of Flooding a car that they ended up locking themselves in So that you open the door and they just come flying out And then you can arrest them Problem is, the main guy He ends up having this same arm The auto male arm He has a, a version that's a gun He's been yep. using it and now we're gonna get pretty much, you know, Luke and Darth fighting. And I love the idea that this big dude with the eye patch, he thinks that he's so tough stuff that he goes off but then Ed throws shade at him because he has a cheap arm. <laughs> it made me laugh, but yep. you end up where they're yep. fighting. And it's it's a cool fight, but basically again, it is Ed kind of, All right, you know, you got a cheap arm with
1: your house just walking up and you're like, Oh my god, he is gonna get clobbered. And he yeah. does. Yes, yeah, so Ed turns his hand into a knife, cuts the gun in half, and then the, <laughs> Al shows up, just grabs him, turns him around, yeah, and just, like, wrecks his the face. The funny <laughs>
0: thing about these things, isn't <laughs> in, in the manga you don't have a lot of times that they care that much, like, as much as maybe the big two in the West, the idea of killing people and stuff like this. Yeah. They don't necessarily show a lot of times, people, but it, the things that happen to some of these guys, they're dead. There's no way that they survive, but... You end up where they get off the train. They they save the day. And even in this, you don't end up having at this point the general come up and like, oh, my God, you're the greatest and all this. You know, just you save the day. He gets off. I I mean, in in my mind, Ed uh, especially just wanted to stop this because he just wanted to get to where they were going to get off the train. You know, and somebody was being bad. That's his trigger. But he gets off because also all communications were shut down. So he has no idea. That, you know, the government, these guys are we're counting on him to stop this either. So he gets off and then you get, you, you know, Roy Mustang, the greatest name ever, who comes up and he's like, hey, what's going on? You see? out, Hello, Colonel. Hey, full metal. You. And he's so mad. He's so like you, you can tell right away. He's like, oh, crap. And he's like, crap. I wouldn't have helped out if I knew I was in your district. You just would have let this go. And he's like, oh, you still don't like me. I guess you're still not back to normal as well. And he does mention. So this is a guy who knows his plight, knows the full metal stuff and all that because he is a yep. state full metal alchemist. So he ends up talking. But the cool thing is then is that, again, very much like Die Hard at the end, you end up having this guy that they just fought the guy with. the he breaks free. He cuts his you know ropes. He knocks down the guards that were on him and he comes at him. And that's where you end up having this girl who's a big deal, too. And you see, this is the subtle thing I thought was cool. Like in the background, you see the girl talking to Al and they, you know, have a nice little quick, you know, bow and and talk. So, you know, that they know and like each other. But you also have this deal where Roy Mustang steps up, shows his emblem on his glove, snaps and then just shoots fire out of his hand. And the whole deal, this guy goes down in a blaze of glory. And then Roy yep. says, I took it easy on you. I could have burnt the crap out of you. By the way, I'm Roy Mustang, the flame alchemist. I'm like, that's really is. cool. That's <laughs> really awesome, yep. you know, at the end. And he says, don't forget and he's that. He's got a cape, which is kind of hilarious. I know, awesome. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you, awesome. <laughs> and the whole thing, he looks so cool. And you get excited then. Like, okay, I yep. I know that I do like Ed and Al. That's fine, but... This gives you a broader sense of things and also could set up better stories than just okay, next time we're on another train going to a town, we'll have problems on that train, we'll get to the town problems in that town, get to that. This opens up things, and I, yeah, I think we that see we that he's that
1: Ed and Alphonse are part of something, right? So, we there's this military organization, they've got agendas. They apparently have more than just um, Physical transmutation Right like this guy is doing fire And so what else is there that that really Is like oh my god what what else could be involved That's
0: pretty cool also then I said in the extra part it, right away it's like In volume 2 we'll be switching protagonists The series will will be retitled Flame Alchemist And then at the bottom it says That is not true <laughs> it's, and it's Roy <laughs> saying it so even then the, Even that little extra thing that It's a side thing or whatever but you do see here where, first off, Roy seemed nice to Ed. Ed doesn't like him, though. But when yeah. he steps up, again, I think the cape, and, and a lot of the stuff here is done visually, the cape does make you feel like he thinks he's fancier than, than yes. others. That's what It's, you, a, you it's get. a
1: self-importance thing, yeah, right? You get where that. He and thinks so he's
0: the announcement the of who he is adds to that, yeah. too. So you really get this deal, but he's intriguing. And just the the name Roy Mustang is so cool to me, and also a, yeah. you know rank colonel like he's giving his full deal. Where you know we haven't really had, Ed and now they're they're just you know brothers who had a mishap. They're going around doing their things, and they're alchemists. They're part of the
1: state. I I wonder about that. It's like what rank do they have? Do that's they what have I'm rank? wondering.
0: That's the thing because the idea of that's they're doing it's almost the idea like you have them and they are part of the state the. Mil- but they, that's not what they really care about. They're doing it, man. we we'll, we'll kind of they, we've even seen. They said if we don't get caught, we don't get caught. Is one of the things going against some rules. So I did like that, uh, and I like the end like that. It gets me excited for the next chapter to see how we go with that. But yeah, and the art's incredible. It's really good. Now I guess to me, it's like every every chapter that we go when we get back to it, I realize like, oh my god, this does look really really good. Uh, but what would you give this as a score? Uh,
1: probably
0: 7-5. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll go 8. I'll go 8 I because mean, of the end. I, I'm telling you, it is yeah, the, the same end old, gets excited. same old.
1: Yeah. The otherwise, the same old, same old. Um, and reading it you know, four times, it kind of gets a little old. I think the first time we read it, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's like high action, exciting, you know, consistent with the character personalities that you'd expect. And then we get some new characters that are intriguing. Yeah,
0: Yeah, they're intriguing by the end. I think the other thing about this is that's pretty cool. And weird though, but you said it's action-packed This is like a chapter in something that would be like You'd expect later after a lot of ca- Like when, you, oh, we just did two down chapters Like no action, let's get to this But you kind of keep going balls to the wall here And now I want I want some more Especially when we see the the girl especially Because at least we got I'm Roy Mustang, the flame alchemist This girl in the background who wanted to step forward and take care Tenet of it. But she Hawkeye. has a gun. Yeah. It looks like she'd be something a little different, but seems to have something, you know, a relationship with the two of them as well.
1: Yeah, she's basically, so Hawkeye is sort of the serious one. And Roy is sort of the self-absorbed prodigy. I mean, it's, it's it's anime tropes, right? Like, he's actually amazing, but he's also got a big head. Yeah, And then she's like, you'd be so much better if you weren't such a pompous ass. Look at Look at Ed. You know, he's that's not really Yeah, very, uh, similar. Yeah, very he, similar And that's where I get the ideas
0: Why they don't get along They're like very yeah. similar in that But yeah, that'll be for the next time When hopefully we get more of them As we get into Volume 2 We'll be doing Chapter 5 next, obviously So we're not enough in the extras To get anything I really thought we oh, maybe we could squeeze <laughs> that And like, no, they're just like random things And whatnot, very quick uh, But with all of that, we will be off and uh yeah we'll be back in a couple weeks do the next chapter and see how that goes i hope everybody continues liking the reading clubs this and the death note i was even thinking of maybe starting another one at some point but i i'm a little busy right now once luke you got someone else if luke doesn't fall asleep every night i gotta throw shade at him now Every time. I mean, he doesn't fall asleep every, every week. Uh, we could get some other things going on. We will see. But with all that, thanks, everybody. Go over to our Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Also, check out our uh, Patreon, Weird Science. Uh, weird Science. com slash Weird Science Manga, where you get a bunch of early access stuff and things like that, which uh, I hope people like. And... That's about that. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Thank you for joining me, Ruben. And we'll right. talk to everybody then.